Welcome back, all you wild and wonderful Universal Orlando listeners. Uh, we're back with you again for another show and another week. we got all kinds of news coming your way, stuff that's going on in the parks. As we always hit, it'll be stuff that's going on, stuff that's finally open, how things are running, and uh, maybe a little bit uh, you'll hear along the way about our trip. We will be in the parks uh, on September 8th. 8th through uh, the 11th or 12th, right around that time. So if you're going to be in the park, shoot us a uh, shoot us a line. Let us know on Twitter. You can find us at, at These Amazing Places, just like the wonderful lady uh, will say here in just a little bit. So uh, you can get a hold of us that way. You can also email us at podcast at theseamazingplaces.com and let us know that you're going to be there. We'd love to meet up with you. All right, let's get this thing going. This is show 369 for the week of August 7th, 2016. You're listening to Universal's Door. Find us at universalsdoor.com. Listen every week for a new show and rate us on iTunes. Follow us at youtube.com slash theseamazingplaces, facebook.com slash theseamazingplaces, twitter.com slash amazingplaces, or contact us at podcast at theseamazingplaces.com. Okay, first off, let me say, Connor is in the house with me on this show, and so he's already fearful that I'm just going to jabber the whole time, and he's not going to have a uh, chance to say anything. So say something, Connor. Hi. All right, that's it, and that's it for Connor, and we'll talk to him again near the end of the show. Uh, let's see here. So uh, we're just going to launch right into this thing. Uh, first of all, we want to announce, as many of you probably already know, Hulk is open, and that is not a soft open. It's actually up and running. I haven't heard anything about um, problems. I think it's running pretty smoothly. Um, I I did hear one. Okay, shoot Somebody it. said that it's been apparently raining really hard um, in Orlando right now. And so um, because of that, they went on the ride and they said that it felt like it slipped maybe off the rail um, momentarily. And so they shut it down and they had them walk down a staircase. That's like an exit area. Wow. I hadn't yeah. heard that. And you saw that. A lot of stuff we're going to reference. Connor picks up on the uh, on the pass holders page, right? Universal yes. pass holders page. So if you're not a member of that, go out there and check that out. Um, it's not just Universal putting stuff up on there. It's actually other pass holder members. I know most of you probably already knew that, but I don't really follow uh, Facebook a whole lot. And so I don't really know how it all works. I know that sounds crazy, but uh, that's me. I'm busy working on web pages and shows and, and videos. Anyway, enough about that. Uh, let's see here. So, uh, I've heard stuff about the queue. People like the queue. People don't like the queue. It's the same thing as always. I did hear people say that the cars and the new track is much, much smoother than what there was before. Uh, the launch tunnel and the steam, or it's actually a fog kind of that comes out of that. People have loved that, um, in that area. Uh, all in all, it's the same track layout and everything that they had before there's just some new lighting and the theming that's what i wanted to say too the theming for it is actually uh takes after the 1960s hulk and not the 1990s which is what it used to be so um 
I've heard some people talk about how uh, kind of plastic or something that the the queue looks, and that could be why it looks that way because it's based on the 1960s and not the kind of all sleek, contemporary, whatever you want to call it, uh, design of the uh, 1990s, even though we're no longer in the 1990s. But um, anyway, uh, we'll get you some video, and uh, well, we can't really do audio or video on the ride, so we're going to get the queue. We'll get what we can. It's going to be pretty much what you see a lot of other people doing, so uh, we'll try to put a lot of that together for you as we're in the parks. Next, Sapphire Falls is open. I may have announced that even on the last show. Uh, I've seen a few things. Uh, the complaints, people, let's put it this way. Their uh, glitches are becoming a lot less. I saw somebody tweet something today back to them about um, having problems with their TV. And that uh, they called customer service like four times. And nobody has shown up yet to fix their TV. And I wanted to ask the person, I'm just curious, but what could be wrong with the TV? Uh, a lot of times what happens is they lose the signal to all the TVs, maybe. And so that person wasn't the only one having problems. So I don't know. I didn't ask. I just figured I'd leave it alone. Uh, it sounds like the, as far as the long check-in lines that were there to begin with, those are pretty much gone. That all is going pretty smoothly. Uh, I've heard no more new reviews. Uh, I've heard people say little things about uh, Strongwater Tavern. And the Drum Club Cantina, those two right now seem to be the strong suits as far as food on property. Uh, the things I heard about uh, Amatista Cafe or Amatista Restaurant to begin with, uh, a lot of people complained about slow service, things like that. I haven't heard any follow-ups, but we're going to try it while we're there, and we will give you a follow-up. And the good thing is this is going to be really a couple months after it's open, and so uh, we'll see. If they haven't worked some kinks out by that time, then... Maybe there is a real problem, and you'll probably see them reevaluating that. All right, next, uh, we're moving on to Toothsome Chocolate Emporium and Savory Feast Kitchen, I believe is what it's called. Uh, I actually, today, Universal put up a thing on their uh, Twitter feed uh, about a asking them whatever questions, and I asked them, hey, when's Toothsome going to open? And, of course, as I expected, they said, oh, uh, yeah, we don't have an opening date, but stay tuned. Now, if anybody's seen pictures or video of Tucson online it looks done or oh, even the landscaping now outside is done it's still got some shorter construction walls up around it but it looks really like everything's done and they're just probably in uh employee training mode right now so i did I'm, see on the passwords page that there was a uh, team member who did say that uh, they can confirm it's a fall uh fall opening date correct so fall could be anything so it's still yeah it's between you know probably august yeah. and september yeah, I'm uh, hoping. August to October. Uh, uh, I'm I hoping in September, but if not, um, then Connor and I uh, are planning to go back down for Harry Potter celebration, and we'll talk about that maybe a little bit more here just shortly. Uh, but we'll hit it then if we can't get to it in September. But, man, I'm really holding to the hope that it uh, that it's open when we get there in September. All right, next. And, I, you know, guys, I don't attend this, what I'm about to talk about next. Um, just because I'm not really into it. So that's why you'll never really hear us cover it. And that's Halloween Horror Nights. It starts September 16th. Uh, if you're looking to go to that, you know, and you don't have, once again, I'm going to go back to Annual Pass. If you go to the premiere Annual Pass, you're going to get one free uh, night, one free visit into that, into Halloween Horror Nights. I do believe that's not on a weekend. It's got to be on a weekday night when it's usually a little bit slower anyway, I believe. 
if there's ever really a slow time at Halloween Horror Nights. Uh, let's see here. I'm trying to think. Oh, uh, I've heard a lot of people say if you really want to do a lot of the houses in that, you really want to pay the extra money and get an express pass. So, you know, if you pay the extra money, maybe you can get the get the premiere annual pass and get the free night with Halloween Horror Nights. And you can take that money maybe that you would have spent and spend it on the express pass. And if you're really into it, then you can hit all the uh, the houses within there. Uh, I'm not really sure how many they are. I know. They've got Exorcist. Uh, they have Michael Myers. I think it's he. I'm trying to remember who the who the the major character is there this year. Don't really know. I might say a couple things about it along the way, but uh, but uh, yeah, I'm not, really not into it, and so I'm I'm probably never going to get there. Uh, never say never, but I'm probably never going to get there to film it and bring more to you about that. So uh, I find it to be pretty brutal, but anyway. Uh, to each his own. Everybody uh, enjoys their own thing. Uh, things that are coming along still right now. Uh, Fallon actually is coming along really fast. It looks like pretty much all of the wrapping or the siding is up and around it. So they're doing uh, indoor work at this point, which is probably good because the rains are coming or over to here. And so if, uh, yeah, this is the time to be working inside to get that stuff done. And hopefully for those construction guys, they're able to flip on that air conditioning, and start helping those guys to do some work on the inside and stay out of the heat. Uh, let's see here. Volcano Bay continues to grow up out of the dirt. It looks, honestly, when you see the construction video, it looks like a thousand slides. Uh, and so, I don't know. There's not a whole lot more that we can say about it. They are looking still at a 2017 opening. And uh, so, the next thing I'm going to follow up with is... If you plan on going to Volcano Bay, look at those new Cabana Bay Towers. They should be open by that time next spring also. And you'll have a short walk to Cabana, I mean, to uh, Volcano Bay. And at the same time, you will have um, a nice view of it from the towers. Uh, okay, next. Steel is uh, going vertical now, as if we didn't think it was ever going to happen on Fast and Furious. And so it actually looks like there's a building coming up now behind those walls. They also delayed that, though, until 2018. 2018, yeah. Okay. So I'm really wondering, because it looks like now it's just exploded out of the ground. Because uh, it just seemed like forever nothing was going on back there. Then you started seeing some, you know, uh, construction equipment, and then a couple cranes, and now all of a sudden stuff just looks like it's coming along quickly. So, and I know, they've still got plenty of time to finish it. There's a chance that you could see them push this thing up and then earlier opening but we'll see there's no reason to they have enough other stuff going on uh which is fallon and with uh with uh, the new towers for cabana and with volcano bay opening next year i mean it gets so busy with them opening new stuff i can't even keep track of what all is opening that's new for the year so no need to overdo it uh big news and i'm still in the air about which this is you read that new connor on the pass holders page that dragon challenge was going down for a refurb is that correct um yes but i actually seen people now saying both of what you're about to say that it could be going down for refurb um or it could be being shut down permanently that is that is what uh uh let's see here now i'm trying to park scope was tweeting just last night that would have been august 7th it was tweeting they were tweeting that uh, this thing's going to be shut down if you want to ride it, you should do it here in the next couple months, and then it's going to go away. Um, Connor, Connor and I have 
had our dreams about what they could stick back in that area. Uh, maybe it'll be another thrill ride. Man, I so much hope that they could find some space somewhere to put the uh, uh, Great Hall in and use that for special events. But we'll see. We'll see what they do with that area. Of course, you know, it's going to be Potter-themed. And as a lot of people have said, those roller coasters, the Dragon Challenge, those were there before Potter was even built. And so they just kind of rethemed them a little bit to work, to fit with the area. But all in all, I think that they've had problems with those coasters. Uh, they used to race each other. Yeah, they did. I saw somebody say that uh, the other day that, yeah, they no longer duel. Right. So there's no real point in calling it the dueling dragon. Exactly. That's right. And so uh, maybe it's time for them you know, to just move move forward with something else. So I'm sure we'll hear about it probably after the first of the year once they've shut it down and started to uh, tear things down, which never seems to take them long. So that'll probably be something else that will open then in 2018. Uh, okay, next, we are waiting anxiously for Harry Potter celebration dates to be released. As I said, we plan on going to it. Um, we're just, we want to get annual pass holder packages, which are much cheaper, guys. It's another one of those things where you'll save money off of these packages even if you're an annual pass holder. So I, I'm never going to stop talking about that just because it really does save money. I don't care who you are or how often you go, it saves money for you. Uh, so anyway, last year, the, the tickets went on sale August 19th. And so we're thinking, you know, that was a Wednesday of last year, August 19th was. So if they release again on Wednesday, Wednesday of this year would either be August 17th or August 24th. So, um, we're hoping that they release sometime, obviously in this month so that we can kind of start making plans for that. Uh, did you have a reason too, Connor? I thought we had talked about this and you thought maybe they might come later. Um, yeah, they could be announcing it later because now that Fantastic Beasts uh, filming has just kind of wrapped up and they're starting to do more panels like a Comic-Con and different events, they might be trying to get the uh, cast of that. And so you could see this be pushed out until November before a release so that way they get people able to see uh, Fantastic Beasts so that way whenever they're talking in the panel, there won't be any like spoilers for people because the movie will have already been out. Okay. And maybe they can, well, they could still get some of those people there. But, yeah, I understand what you're saying now as far as the spoiler side yeah. of it. Uh, okay. Well, as soon as they release these dates, we're going to do a show, and we'll talk full on about just the Harry Potter celebration. And when we get there, it's going to be wall-to-wall filming, recording. You'll see and hear, and I'm going to even try to periscope uh, as much as I can from there. Um, yeah, uh, as much as I can. Uh, I'll try to you know, get stuff up so that you guys can see what's going on day to day. Uh, let's see here. Next uh, reminder. I wanted to, I stuck a reminder in here to remind you guys, if you are in the parks, check out the uh, special. It's like a tour that you can do of the, uh, it's like a showcase area or something of the mummy attraction. If you talk to the cast member, they'll be able to tell you. They actually take you kind of behind the scenes of the mummy. It doesn't cost you a dime extra. You just ask. And uh, if they can, then they'll take you back and you can see what's going on. Really cool uh, thing to see. I believe, and you'd have to go back through, but uh, a guy named Tim Tracker, who does a YouTube channel. If you go back, it's a little while back on his. You can see he does the, the tour in it in one of his videos. Uh, he never really lists all together what he's doing in each one, so it could be difficult to find. 
Uh, let's see. Or also, yeah, before I forget, Men in Black. Do the Men in Black immigration uh, room. And if you want to see video on that, we actually have it on our channel at youtube.com slash these amazing places. So and if you guys ever wonder, why is it these amazing places when you're called Universal's door? I'm going to explain this again, and I try to throw it in every once in a while for new listeners. These Amazing Places is like our umbrella, and then everything else falls under it. We've left These Amazing Places in place uh, as kind of our you know, full-on network thing. Everything will come out of there. Uh, we had originally designed These Amazing Places to, to do the out, outer places outside of theme parks. So if I go to the Grand Canyon, you'll see video from the Grand Canyon and stuff uh, on that, just to that channel. But then it ended up being, okay, well, let's put everything under the umbrella. So now we have the mouse moment, which is the uh, Disney-only stuff. And we have Universal's door uh, under there also, which is just for Universal. And we split them out because some people don't want to see the other. They don't want them intermixed or mixed together. And at the same time for websites, it makes it so if you're just looking at a Universal vacation, that's what you're going to see on that website. If you're looking to do a, a Disney vacation, that's what you're going to see on that website. If you're looking to do, bo do both, then you can plan exclusively from one site to the other. So that's it. So I thought I would just throw that in there. I haven't said it for a little while, and I know that it confuses even Connor. <laughs> so I thought that I, I would go ahead and just throw it in there. I do have something to add, though, going back to the um, tours that you can do. Yeah. I heard there's also one that you can do in the uh, California Park, I believe, um, the Hollywood Park. Where it's a, a Halloween Horror Nights, like I think it's like a makeup tour, maybe, or in a hot house tour. Really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I just heard one quick thing about it. So I don't know if that is truly a thing, but I mean, from what I saw, it sounds like it is. Okay. Well, that might be something to Google, and we'll check it more out about it later. So we hope one day to get to the uh, Hollywood Universal again. We do have some stuff from where Cameron has visited there. Uh, a few times, and we so we do have some videos up, but nothing since they opened the new uh, uh, Wizarding World of Harry Potter out there. All right, last thing that we have as far as news uh, is NBC or Comcast today, NBC Universal. Uh, it says here places a big bet on Harry Potter and Fantastic Beasts. So, why don't you fill us in on this a little bit, Connor? So, basically, uh, NBC Universal, Comcast, whatever you choose to call them, um, just by exclusive rights to be able to um, air all eight Harry Potter films um, on, I believe it was USA and Sci-Fi. Which Those they are two, their, yeah. their two channels, yeah. Um, and then with that... Wait, with so the rights, they won't be releasing them, though, on their on their other NBC channel? Um, like their network channels? It did not state that. Wow. It just okay. said USA and Sci-Fi. Okay. But, I mean, they have the rights to be able to play them wherever now. Yeah. Um, but then with those rights also came exclusive rights for um, basically anything that's in the movies they can put into the parks. Um, they don't really have to go through like uh, any other copyright process um, through J.K. Rowling or any other various entity. Um, they now have the rights to them exclusively so they can build whatever they want now. Well, and you're looking at they are already contracted to make three Fantastic Beasts movies. And um, all of these rights... Uh, begin, I believe, in 2018, which would put right. them right in time for the opening of the um, new area of Universal, their new land. Right. Would you say that they'll, we'll probably hear something by 2018? I hope, yeah. That's what I'm hoping. And the second, I don't know when the second movie will be out. They announced also it. Also 2018. 2018. Yeah. 
So yeah, you uh, could, November sixteenth, I believe. It sounds perfect that a lot of stuff would come out. And you got to think. I mean, the uh, Potter movies have been out. Since, if you go back to the first one, the last one was 2011. 2011. Probably the first one dated back to 1999, maybe, I think it was. Um, yeah. All right, so you look at all the years since then that this has carried forth and all the times they've been able to air those on network. And so now you're going to add Fantastic Beasts into it. And so this could be a great deal for them, especially if Fantastic Beasts does really well, which I kind of expect it to. Uh, you could be looking at them having uh, a great product there exclusively for the next 30 years. So uh, anyway, that's great. It's great, and it only makes sense that Comcast owning NBC, in, in case somebody doesn't know, Comcast owns the Universal Parks. Um, so uh, it, it only makes sense that they would own the rights now to the Potter movies since they have them in their parks. And there was a weird thing anyway. When ABC owned them before, right? They, um, I don't. I don't believe so. Well, that, not owned, but they owned the rights because oh, they were yes. always airing them on yes, the was, ABC um, channel. It was shared between ABC and HBO. Right. And so on and off, they would uh, air different movies because one uh, one network would have rights and one wouldn't have rights to certain movies. So I believe this year it was ABC had uh, the ability, they had the right to air uh, seven of the eight movies. And the only movie that they could not air was Order of the Phoenix. Which is um, great. Which HBO had exclusive rights to air. So have they aired Order of the Phoenix, though, on ABC before? Um, yes, they okay. just they switched them back and forth every other okay. year, I think. So it's kind of a bait there of saying, hey, yeah, if you want to see the one, yeah, then you have to own, you know, you have to subscribe to HBO. Who would do that? I don't understand because you can, you go can get buy the, them. <laughs> yeah, you can get the Blu-ray. You can see them in many ways that are much yeah, so cheaper than now subscribing. They will, just, they will just be all together then on uh, whatever channel NBC chooses to play them on. Okay. All right. Well, uh, so that's what we have as far as that goes. Uh, now on to uh, uh, something else here. And uh, I'm just thinking now, I don't even know if I really talked about this, did I? Uh, th this is something we were going to do in the beginning of the show. So anyway, we're, uh, it's not we, it's Connor. Connor's going to give us a review. Uh, he read uh, Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. And he's going to give us a review, and I'll try to ask questions whenever I can. But uh, as I usually talk too much, I'll try to be quiet and just let him go through what this book is comprised of. And so take it away, Connor. So just for people who, you know, they don't want to hear the um, details of it, I will just say right now that I love the book. And so you can buy it and uh, be just know that it is a good book, or at least to me it was a good read. I've seen a lot of people, though. Um, say they don't like it because it reads kind of fan fiction-y. And I can understand points of where they're coming from, but overall, I enjoyed the story, and everything that they said they didn't like um, has an easy explanation to it. Like, there's some things that people said were uh, that break canon in it. Without going into detail, I'm just going to say that. Um, and everything that would technically break canon has a very easy explanation that can be given. Um as to why it's different than what canon has shown us now, um, or up until now. But, I mean, outside of that, I enjoyed the book. I thought it was good. Um, okay, and this is not a book as a novel like the other books, Yeah, correct? it's a script book. So, so it's, it's a, the script book for the play that's going on at the Palace Theater in the west side of London. And that is the only place that this play is going on right now, right? Yeah, there, um, there have been talks that once it kind of has, I think, a two-year run, 
in London they're going to start touring it. Um, but nothing has officially been confirmed yet. Well, it that. sounds like with the effects, this is an expensive uh, stage play to put on. So yeah. you probably want to make sure that it's going to have legs in London before you start deciding to spend millions of dollars, hundreds maybe of millions of dollars to yeah. send it around the world. Um, not to mention, too, yeah, I don't think it'll go to anywhere that's uh, really small. Yeah, like no, you're you're yeah. not going to see this on a very local level. There's probably going to be a few places that will um, perform the play, like probably New York on Broadway um, will do it. But I can't imagine that there's many small places that will take on that um, that play. Okay. All right. So uh, tell us a little bit about what. Uh... What's this book about? Um, it follows um, the sons of uh, Harry Potter and Jenny Potter, and then uh, Draco Malfoy, and story of uh, I forget now Harry. Last name. Wait, Harry, and you said Jer- Jenny Potter. Yes. Who is that? Just you got to remember now. Some people may yeah. know very little about what's transpired. Um, well, those are just two characters from the original series that um, you learn at the end are you know together and then at the end of the movies and book you see their epilogue it's an epilogue type thing where you see them dropping their kids off at the uh, hogwarts express at platform nine and three quarters and so it takes off right from that um, epilogue and it's just basically what happens to them to um, specifically albus potter and um, scorpius malfoy it's just the things that they kind of get into and Albus Potter is Harry, it Harry's, is Harry's son? Uh, yes, Harry's and course, middle child. Uh, Malfoy? And Scorpius Malfoy is yeah, the only child of Draco. Okay. Okay, so, uh, and those two, of course, meet up on the train. Yeah. Uh, and I, don't, I, I know, I don't, I don't know enough, so I don't want to give away huge spoilers or plot points. Um, so what makes this interesting? Why would somebody want to read this or... What even makes the play interesting? The, give us a couple, I don't know, give us a couple twists or reasons why you found this to be interesting. Um, well, without giving spoilers, yeah, there's, there's a major twist that makes okay. it um, worth it, I think. And it's, I don't know, I've seen mixed opinions on it, um, on what the major twist is. And anybody that's read it knows what I'm talking about. Um, but to me, it was just, I don't know, it was... Um, it was different to be able to read the Harry Potter characters that when you last saw them were in their teenage years um, to now see them as full grown adults dealing with parenthood and dealing with jobs and everything that comes with that. Um, yeah. And so there's, there's a couple other things thrown in there though that make it good. And I found it interesting that the Malfoy boy is in it. Yeah. And he, because um, yeah. you would think, well, what a tainted light or name this is at this point. But he yeah, tends that, to be in it. Which, it kind of plays into it. There's, okay. yeah, they never really uh, explicitly state, but that creates who the cursed tension, child is. But it? it could be, yeah, yeah. But that creates tension at least in the story, because you know right from the get go, oh, what the, what the heck, who is this kid and why is he here? You know, I mean, obviously yeah. you know by the name. Okay, so um, and it takes place 19 years, you know, in the future. Basically, yeah, so right? I believe that puts it in. Maybe uh, yeah, it doesn't matter. So <laughs> ni- no, okay. So it ends in 1998 is where the original series ends. So, so 19 years after that would have been. Well, that's uh, 2007. Yeah. 
2007? No, yeah. that's not right. Yeah, uh, 19 years after 1998. Yeah, that's right. Is it? 2000. Oh, I'm sorry. 1998, yeah. 2000, 2017. Yeah. Sorry. Okay, so that's about the time that it takes place. Um, and so you kind of see the majority of the story takes place in their fourth year, so it would be uh, about 2020-ish. Um, but you do get to see little glimpses here and there of their first or third year. Um, yeah, so. And it, and it, it does still have at least uh, somewhat of the main characters in it, correct? Yeah, you see uh, most of all of the main characters, yes. Okay. Good. So you do still get to see them and hear from them and um, see what they're doing, but it is very centered on, on Albus kids. and Scorpius. Yes. Okay, that's good. That's good. All right, and so do you think the, that they could actually take this and expand the story? Um. Yes. But yeah, I do think. But she's not going to. Well, okay, she, let's just say what uh, uh, J.K. Rowling just basically said recently. Yeah, so she said that Harry Potter's story is done, that she will not be continuing his story, but that doesn't necessarily mean that she can't use the stories now that she's written about the children and continue their own stories um, and just have Harry Potter and the rest of them as kind of back characters, kind of like how, uh, if you've read the book Sirius Black, was kind of um, mm -hmm. in the back of the books. He was still present, but it was not his story because he was kind of the, you know, adult, the series. Yeah. So he's like an elder to the rest of them. Yeah. So point. I could see Harry kind of, and the rest of them kind of taking the back seat, but still being present in later, um, later Which I think novels makes or whatever sense. she chooses. Uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, even if you look at the Star Wars stuff with the new people coming back, they are not like the main characters in it. Yeah, they're there to kind of propel the story along and give you closure maybe to what's happened with them. But then they kind of take a backseat at that point to others. Yeah, and I think, I think Rowling has created interesting enough characters that uh, continuing on with the children will be easy. Okay. Um, and Fantastic Beasts, you know a little bit about it. I, I mean, do you have more that you want to say about this book? Anything that that I, of course, have stopped you and not given you a chance to kind of say? Um, no, not really. Right, Just, I, I think, yeah, no matter what you hear of the reviews, I think everybody should at least give it a read. Um, whether that's, you know, buying it yourself or just going to your library um, and picking it up. I think it's at least worth the read. Okay. And this doesn't play into or off of uh, Fantastic Beasts at all, right? They're no, kind of separate story. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Uh... All right, and I do know uh, right now it's for Fantastic Beasts. There's two trailers out for it, correct? Uh, there's two or three. Okay. I want to say there's three. Well, and that comes out in, I think it's December or is it November no, 18th? No, it's uh, November 8th. Okay. All right. I, I mean, is there more to say here other than what we've thrown in so far? I think my part's finished. Okay. So as Connor said, you know, even if you need to, put yourself on the list at your local library if you don't want to spend the money on the book. And give it a read for yourself. As I say in everything, uh, even with reviews that people are giving you on food at the hotels or stuff in the parks, if you can, get there and make the decision for yourself and don't always take what somebody else has said. Don't even take what I say all the time. Uh, we're just trying to. That's why we spend a lot of our time trying to make it easier, cheaper, more convenient for you guys to get into the park and less time telling you our opinions on everything. Now, you'll see us do food reviews, stuff like that. But always, you know, what I say is I'm trying to show you 
what the restaurant's about. I'm trying to show you what the food looks like. And then you make your decision if you get a chance to go in. And hopefully we can help you along the way to, uh, you know, save some money on those certain things uh, so that you can actually spend it and expand your trip even more just by some of the things that we've told you. All right. I think that's what we've got. So this has uh, been short and sweet. Everybody, we hope we're doing well out there. As we said, as I said in the beginning, uh, if you want to catch up with us, catch up with us in the parks on September the 8th. We'll be there. So uh, we'd love to meet you. All right, everyone. That is it for another week. And we'll see you later. Bye. Bye.